This week on Erotic Awakening, eat the orange in scary movies. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. We want to thank our latest patron supporters. All of our patron supporters. So many. Head over to patreon.com slash erotic awakening today and get your bonus content and support the show. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. So, from what you were just telling me about 17 seconds ago, the first time we've discussed this topic was in 2006 due to a bit of an accident. That is true. So, now, this is the first time we would have mentioned this topic in the kink community, right? Because you actually learned it from a spiritual path, Mm -hmm. I believe. And what we're talking about is eating the orange. So the concept, the idea of eat the orange, and we're going to talk about it both where it comes from, but also more so for applying it to your kink life, is that if you you know what an orange is, and I'm not going to tell the whole story. It's a fun little story, but the, the whole story is you know what an orange is, but I want you to imagine telling somebody who's never had an orange what it's like, what it's like to peel the orange, what the, mm-hmm. the, that initial smell is what the flavor of an orange is, you know, the whole thing. Sometimes the juice popping, mm-hmm. right? And you can describe it however you want. But until that actually has an orange in their hand and they taste it, they don't truly understand what the taste of an orange is like. So the philosophy is that life is, the another way to say it, life is to be experienced. There's a wonderful quote from a Buddhist book that I'm quite fond of that the the point of life is the point of a restaurant is not to go in the restaurant and look at the menu right the point of a re- restaurant is you go in and you order something and you eat something only then can you truly have an experience of whatever restaurant it is right kink the exact same thing many of us start off our kink journey seeing some porn nudging dawn i would say at least that's how we got started (laughs) whether it's seeing porn or maybe you read 50 shades of gray or one of its predecessor books or maybe you're with a partner that gave your ass a good swat whatever it is that gets you to say wow that's interesting i want to check that out for every time we go to an event where there's hundreds of people in a kink event checking things out. I always wonder how many thousands of people are still sitting at home thinking, maybe one day I'll check it out. Or good girls don't do that. Or they have enough programming that only only freaks or weirdos enjoy that kind of stuff, regardless of what they've got inside them that's saying, I want to try that stuff. Exactly. So they have it stepped out of their comfort zone. And I'm sure there's lots of reasons, right? Some of them, we're out here in the West where there are small towns and I don't know how people find other kinky people, Mm -hmm. one, right? But there's a lot of people that are reading the stories, reading the books, watching the YouTubes, but they haven't stepped foot into a live event yet. They haven't tried things out. They haven't experienced the orange and the eating of the orange. They're still reading descriptions and and what comes to mind as well is like the elephant 
Mm-hmm. The descriptions they're reading are from each person's visual or touch of that elephant. Do you want to tell the elephant view. story or do you want me to do it? You do it. Okay. So there's five blind men and they've never seen an elephant when they were not blind men. And they said, here, this thing is an elephant. Describe what it is. And the man in the back of the elephant reaches forward and he grabs the elephant's tail. He says, oh, elephants are thin and furry on one end. And the man at the front of the elephant reaches out and he grabs the uh, tusk. And he says, well, I agree that elephants are thin, but they're very hard and their, their ends are very sharp, not furry. And the one in the middle reaches out and says, you're both crazy. Elephants are huge, monstrous things. I can't even tell you how big they are. So the point of the story is, depending on your perception, you may have a different view of that reality. Exactly. So when I, I, I know that people haven't stepped out of their comfort zone to actually make it to an event, they're hearing stories of people's view of their experience during an, right. an event, and they're creating their own stories of what an event's going to be like without having been there, or what a scene's going to be mm-hmm. like, or what an mm-hmm. interaction with the top or bottom's going to be like. By reading other people's stories, right? They're like, like my sister says, she's living through my eyes, right? Right. And I hate to tell her, she only has the soft parts of through my eyes. Mm. I don't tell her everything. So she really doesn't have a clue and won't have a clue until she steps into the environment or someone else steps into the environment. Absolutely true. You can describe to somebody with every bit of detail that you can a spanking. Mm-hmm. It does not translate into what a spanking is like. Just yesterday, you and I were, we took a walk through the lava fields. Yeah. And standing on top of a dormant volcano, I took some pictures, but uh, it's not the same. Now, we're not just talking about events, right. right? It's also personal experiences or experiences with another partner. And we're limiting this conversation because this is the Erotic Awakening podcast to kink, to poly, to, you know, erotic awakening type stuff. But the difference between, I think I might want to try poly and trying poly. Oh my gosh. And anytime I hear a conversation or advice that says, if I was going to be poly or if I was going to do this thing, this is what I would do. I automatically step back. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, until you do it, until you try it, until you experience it, you can theorize <laughs> all you want to. You don't know how you're going to respond. So, which is why we teach from experience mm-hmm. and not theory, because theory is just a guess. And it brings to mind, like, you, you're a top. Mm-hmm. You don't bottom for the most part. Mm-hmm. But you decided to eat the orange at an event. Uh, trans camp? Well, Maybe? yeah. Yeah, trans camp out. You're right. Someone was doing ritual flogging. And you decided that you wanted to be the bottom mm-hmm. during a ritual flogging. And not your thing, not your kink, not, and I tried to tell you, but you're not going to understand it from my point of view because I get excited about that. You don't get excited about your those things. And you're like, don't care want to eat the orange. I want to know what this feels like for me. Doesn't necessarily, you understood it wasn't going to tell you how it felt for Dawn or any other bottom that you play with because we have a different connection to it. 
but you were going to experience your yeah. experience. And I just love that. I mean, we really need to put that up on the wall. Of Absolutely. Eat the orange. It's about adventure. It's about experiencing things. And I, again, if someone ever says, well, if I was in this situation, that's what I would do. I'm like, mm-hmm, I get that. But wait, right. you're in that situation. Yeah. Yeah, there's, and you know, and not every orange is going to be sweet. Oh no! I have bottomed for flogging, for rope, for semi, for sensual and semi-sensual touch. Uh The thing I did in Columbus, I wouldn't call sensual touch, but it wasn't terrible either. And and I've also had a medical sounding. And all of those instances, with the exception of sensual touch, I. Hated, and and but it's okay. And he hates kind of a hard word. Didn't enjoy, right? Didn't enjoy is probably a better descriptor. But I do enjoy the fact that I have the experience of it. I do enjoy the fact that I can say, "Wow, flogging has this impact on me." Or, you know, if somebody says, "Well, how do you know you don't like bottoming for rope?" I can say, "Well, because I tried (laughs) bottoming for rope. It was terrible." Right. So. There are limitations to this. You and I are adventurers. We're, you know, willing to try a variety of things. If we walk into a a BDSM environment, there's, especially a lot of them have this thing called tapas now. Kinky College does a wonderful job of this, mm-hmm. where they have little stations and you can go try the little things. I think you tried quilling. Not That's how I ago. tried quilling a couple of years back and realized, ooh. I want to try that again if I have the opportunity. And then lo and behold, opportunity arose and I was mm-hmm. able to try a bigger scene to see if I really did like it. Right. I do. <laughs> <laughs> there are some things that, and, and you know, there's some things you're not going to see at a normal tapas sort of thing. But so, for example, if you told me, and I'm trying, and this is never <laughs> Are you going to get yourself in trouble or no. <laughs> set yourself up? <laughs> if you told me that it would be really hot for you to try peeing on me, mm. I might say, okay, I, you know what I'd say? Okay, you know, I'll give it a try because I do like, I can absolutely see peeing on you. Oh, yeah. Sure. I'm fine with that. Mark in the territory. <laughs> I'm fine being a peer. Yeah. But... If somebody said, oh, you know what? It just, I, it really calls to me to pee on you. I'd be willing to give that a shot. It, right now, speaking it out loud, it's very hesitant. I feel no great, I feel no desire to do that. But it would, at the bare minimum, it would give me an understanding of what it's like so that I will be a better pissed top. If you told me, oh, okay, now what I'd really like you to do is eat my poop, I'd say, no. That's not an orange I need to eat. It's not an orange I'm interested in eating. We're not yucking anybody's yum, oh, man. No. You do your thing. But for me, it, it's an internal thing that says, nope. Just like, um, you know, I don't know, eating mushrooms is, well, Jesus, I shouldn't. I have somebody <laughs> in my life that's really going to fly defense at this comment. But there's some things that when I walk into an event, then I said, man, that's just not, not my thing. More time goes by, the more relaxed and comfortable. And one of the keys to being able to eat lots and lots of oranges is self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. 
um, if there was a gentle male-bodied person who wanted to suck my cock and said, boy, I I was in the right mood at that moment. I'd say, well, I've never had a male-bodied person suck my cock. Let's see what that's like. Yeah, it doesn't impact me one way or the other. I do like how you say that just because you eat the orange doesn't mean it's going to be a pleasant orange. Mm -hmm. Right. But you don't know it until you try it. So you can assume from the outside of the peel that things may or may not be good. But until you get inside of it, you don't really know. But that doesn't mean you have to eat every orange as well. So one of the most recent oranges you ate was quilling. Yes. I'm going to tell you about one of mine, and then I'm going to ask you for another one of yours. If another Ooh. one comes to mind. Okay. One of the more recent oranges I tried, we went to an event in Canada, and somebody said, I would love to try degradation, have a nice degradation scene with somebody. Oh, yeah. And that's just, it's not been on my radar. It's not been on my list. We do some central humiliation. I do some degradation, some emotional sadism type stuff. But this person was, kind of at a different level and i ended up doing a thing where i think like half the things i did with that person had no impact they were not effective matter of fact probably even over half of it did not work for them or me there was no dance the only thing i take away from that that really felt like i hit this is what a degradation scene is and if you're like really turned off by this kind of stuff Feel free to hit that button on your podcast machine. It says skip forward 30 seconds. Was I took little pieces of kitty cat treats and I put one in her nose and she was like, oh my God, that's so disgusting. Please, please, no, no, take that out. And I took it out and I put it in her mouth. (laughs) You are so proud of yourself over that. Because (laughs) everything else I came up with was had this feeling of, oh, that again. Huh? Been oh, there, like, done that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it was nice to hit that. Now, <laughs> so that's an orange that I ate. Would I want to eat that orange again? Maybe not. Well, it's never going to be the same orange. Right. It's a great point, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, it's nearly, it, it led me to think along those kinds of lines. So that's been pretty neat. Mm-hmm. So that's the, one of the more recent oranges I've eaten. How about you? Okay. So I was like, oh, I don't think I have any, but I do. I, at KK, I let someone top me that it was only their second time topping. And I did that on purpose. I had actually offered Mm, myself as, so for some events, you can join one of the FET groups and one of the posts and it's like looking for tops, looking for bottoms sort of things. And I put myself out there. If there was a couple of things that I wanted to try that took some experience, but I was also open to have people practice topping if they were new on me, mm-hmm. especially if they wanted feedback, because I've got enough experience that I can give feedback and, and hints of, you know, how to do the thing. So I did that at KK. I let myself be used for their topping experience. So there's one. You've actually, you've actually got, I feel like you've got a lot of stuff going on right now with eating the orange because you're trying new kinks. You're trying to see if things are floating your boat. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's kind of cool. We're actually going to go to an event that, and we're not presenting. We're (laughs) going to go to check it out. How's that for an orange? So the event that we're going to go to is 
based around the kink that since the beginning of my kink time, 20 some years ago, I was like, no, I don't think I'm ever going to be interested in that. And then lo and behold, over time, it's interesting. So I want to go check it out. Right. So things like that. Just wrote some new classes or at least some new class ideas yesterday Mm -hmm. for a sacred sexuality event. And I got excited about it. That is such a new orange. That is a fucking orange tree. So many opportunities at events like that because it's not necessarily a kink or polyamory event. It's a sacred sexuality event that kinksters and polyamorous people go to. But the basis is very spiritual. So I get to design some new classes, some new rituals, and I'm actually very excited about tasting that orange. Right. It's really neat that you mentioned, like you mentioned, our tastes do change over time. Mm-hmm. And just the most simplest example that comes to my mind is onions and, and peppers. Oh, yeah, food. And of 20 years ago, did not like those things. Now I like those things. Mm-hmm. So we apply that to the kink world. We did an interview with somebody, oh, I don't know, six years ago on chemical play. I had no interest in chemical play at that time. Over the last year or so, it's like, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So between the, the chemical play, the hypno, the writing new rituals, the letting people use my body to practice on. Yeah. And that was fun. Well, definitely oranges. That's a whole grove. I, I'm willing to walk through that grove. <laughs> that's a great way to see it. And if you'd like to know what orange groves you can find, or <laughs> if you would like to trick us into having a scene with you by saying, do you want to eat my orange? You can find us at a variety of events coming up. Indeed. So we have Minnesota scheduled. We've got Phoenix. We've got Tucson, Maryland, Pennsylvania. I feel like Florida. We Florida. We've got some stuff coming up. Keep up with those events where you can find us in person. And our book news, because Lead, Follow, Love has wrapped up. So there's more book news, discounts, and more via the Erotic Awakening newsletter. And get your Ian shout-out, like Erlene. Nervella. Irvin. Brandy from Utah. And Lisa from Illinois. Oh, we know Lisa. Oh, we, we, had, know Lisa. We, we had lunch with Lisa. Well, that is true. We did a lot of talking. Head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. So, Don, I see our question of the, the day was or is? Was. So we posted this out on Discord and our social media site because Halloween just happened. Oh, okay. So the question was, what is your favorite scary movie and would you role play it? Okay. And a lot of people came back with, oh, here's my scary movie. And fuck no, it's scary. I don't want to role play it. But someone did speak up and said Blair Witch. And yes, they would role play that. Blair Witch is crazy. I'm not, you know, I've actually camped in those woods, literally in those woods where this was supposed to have taken place. And I'm not going camping, even though I know it's a movie. I don't know that I could go camping back there again. But some of the movies, someone mentioned Fire in the Sky. Which I was just looking up because I don't know that one. I don't know that one either. But they could watch alien movie stuff and really didn't have a fear of aliens until they watched that movie. So I want to watch that movie, even though I'm not really into scary movies. What kind of person is going to role play aliens oh my god wouldn't 
I got but, a face hugger for you, baby. Yeah. So Aliens was was mentioned, but no, they did not want to role play it. Sully. Sure. That's more aliens. More alien stuff, right? It. Uh, the you know, clowns. People dig the clowns. People dig the clowns, though, and some of us, some are totally terrified. And then the omen, and again, they said no, they did not want to role play it. And you spoke up and said the Exorcist that you had just right, just saw the Exorcist, just saw the Exorcist for the first time. I know more than one person who wants me to put on a, a priest collar and give them. Well, well, you could also exercise demons from them if you did that too. So feel free to join our Discord. Find the question of the day thread on our Discord, which you can find a link to at eroticawakening.com. And you could also find a two thousand two hundred pound pumpkin. Indeed. So Minotaurus sent this to me. You know how we've done the pumpkin show in Circleville, yes. Ohio? And pumpkins, 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 pumpkin chili, pump, pumpkin burgers, pumpkin ice cream, pumpkin pancakes, pumpkin, everything pumpkin, right? But they also have a contest of the biggest pumpkin. Mm-hmm. But I've seen the biggest pumpkin at the show, but I've never seen it carved up. And what Minotaurus sent me was the 2,200-pound pumpkin. Someone had actually carved it, and they carved it into a tentacle monster that had captured other pumpkins. <laughs> so it wasn't sexual, but it was a pumpkin octopus with its tentacles wrapped around other pumpkins. Very cool. So that was really cool. And, and then because it was Halloween, Traver set some wolf beast little red riding pictures. I better go look at those. So all of that's good. Be a part of the Erotic Wagner podcast community. You can support us on Patreon and get early access to the podcast, a free version of the audiobook, Polyamory Toolkit, free ebooks, exclusive chat, member-only Discord access, free access to some of the Zoom classes I'm doing, or discounts. And you can find all the goodies at patreon.com slash eroticawakening. Stop by the stand, just take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Join the conversation with us and other listeners. Use the links from the Erotic Awakening website or our growing Discord channel. Feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. You can find us on Foot Life as Dan and Dawn. We're Erotic Awakening on Instagram. Or just email us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn.